Texas Football Today is a production of Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine and TexasFootball.com. If you like the show, help us make it. Subscribe at TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. As a subscriber, you'll get two magazines, including our legendary summer edition and a year of exclusive content on TexasFootball.com. Sound good to you? Go to TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. That's TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. The Texas Football Today podcast is brought to you by VCR Now. Are you looking for an opportunity to captivate and enhance the experience of those who visit your stadium, arena, house of worship, or business? VCR Now can help you achieve that goal with a total experience. VCR Now is a technology organization that can fulfill your LED, audio, video, lighting, networking, security, and infrastructure dreams. Visit VCRNow.com to learn more. Watch Texas Football Today live every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com, YouTube, Facebook, and Twitch. And get involved in the conversation using the hashtag TFToday. Yes! Yes! Y'all! From the Dave Campbell's Texas Football Mothership here in beautiful Louisville, Texas, it's Texas Football Today, a program that's doing this thing again. Like 1,590-something times. 94. My name's Greg Tupper. I'm the managing editor of Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine, texasfootball.com, a corresponding website. Thank you for spending part of your day with us. Whether you're watching us live, texasfootball.com, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, all the places, or else just in the podcast, which you can subscribe to on the podcast vendor of your choice. Either way, thank you for doing your part. Support your local mediocre internet show. I'm sitting here. I'm sitting here, rather. Sitting over there, making us sound good, twisting and tweaking. She's the Duchess of the Door. She's Ashley Pickle. Hi. Hi. Matthew. Matthew's, Matthew Step. Oh. He said if he goes to the gym, I'm le- like in the morning, he's leaving his house at 3.45 a.m. Because he has to leave for work by 5.30. Matthew, that's miserable. 3.45? This is really important. Ooh. I need to point out. He needs to leave for his other job then. Yes. Don't put that evil on me. <laughs> I ain't asking anybody. Pickle, the day that I ask you to wake up at 3.45 in the morning yeah. or like to be somewhere at 5.30 mm-hmm. is the day I expect your resignation letter. Uh, I've done it. I've done it once before. To be before. somewhere at 5.30? Yeah. Um, the only time we ever did that was when, and it was just you and I, we went to uh, shoot the Scott oh, Surratt cover yeah. and we had to be in Carthage at 7.30? I think because the, the show latest. was at or the, the the shoot was at eight, so I remember I forgot the Dave Campbell's helmet. So I woke up and came here, and I like we really needed that for that shoot. Mm-hmm. I woke up and came here at four thirty in the morning, and then I think you picked me up at like four forty five. But that's the only time yeah. that that's happened. I can't know, and, and you know what? And God bless you for doing that. But like, that's <laughs> like it was worth it for a cover. If no. you asked me for yeah. anything else, I would. Hey, let's just do TFT at 5.30 tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> Today is Thursday, May 18th, 2023. days until Thanksgiving. <laughs> I don't actually mean that. Uh, happy it's birthday to... Oh, geez. Tina Fey's 53. Oh, nice. I George like Tina Strait's Faye. 71. Oh, the king. Happy birthday to George Strait. Tina Fey, I love you, but happy birthday to... George is coming George back Strait. to Dickie's Arena this fall i really want to go it's episode 1594 on today's show folks we are going to talk a little bit about 
something that happened to me while I was laying out magazine pages last night, specifically mm. mugshots. Uh, and and it got me thinking about which class in Texas high school football has the most returning star power uh, entering 2023. We'll talk about that. And then back half of the show, we're going to hear from Pleasant Grove coach Josh Gibson. Uh, Matt Stepp was out at the uh, Kilgore State qualifying tournament for 7-on-7 seven seven and saw his Pleasant Grove Hawks who qualified, who won the tournament. So they're going to be there at uh, State 7-on-7. Seven seven. And um, Matt uh, reported uh, exclusively that uh, Pleasant Grove looked good. So uh, we'll hear from the head coach of those Pleasant Grove Hawks, uh, Coach Josh Gibson, coming up here at the back half of the program. Do we first four through the door? We sure do. It was Nick Morton, Tony Blaylock, Zill0678, and Ed McElroy. Welcome in, fellas. Hi, guys. Lady fellas. Thanks for coming. Robots. Thanks for joining us here on the show. We appreciate it. All right. Pickle. Maybe this is Dumb Thursday. I'm not sure if this is Dumb Thursday. Do you have the Dumb Thursday I have. Intro? I have it. I didn't know if we wanted to run it or not. Uh, yeah, here's Dumb Thursday. Texas Football Today is proud to present Dumb Thursday. Thursday. Texas Football Today, although that's kind of a late breaking (laughs) Dumb Thursday. I didn't know whether to title it that because I didn't know if you were going to be like, I spent time on this. This is not dumb. I did, <laughs> but I did, but it came about in kind of a dumb way. Okay. okay. So here's here's the whole story. So we're putting together the 2023 summer edition of Dave Campbell's Texas Football. We sent it to press next Friday. That doesn't mean you're getting it next Friday. It means you're sending it to go be printed. Subscribers will get it like later half of June. Okay. So save your emails. TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. But we have to finish this bad boy in uh, eight days. So last night I was laying out mugshots. Okay, as I want to do. I was laying out mugshots, and I was laying out the mugshots in the 2A section. And we get a lot of mugshots in. We have to kind of sift through them, figure out which ones are of high enough quality to be able to... Not high enough quality of, like, they don't look great. You're all very handsome. <laughs> I was going to say, if we're not out here going, nope, like you photo, ugly. <laughs> like, photo quality, like, as far as resolution is concerned. Yeah, like sometimes that. phones or pictures taken on a phone, don't they won't print right, right, right in right. the it's magazine. Thing, yeah. right? um, Androids. Uh, I will also say this, and here is my long-standing position on mugshots, on headshots for the magazine. If you're smiling, you look way more badass than if you're doing the hard guy face. Okay. I'm a believer that if you are just in there and like, like I'm the just big, excited to be smile, here, is like you're a killer. <laughs> like you're a you're a you're a psycho. <laughs> you know, as opposed to everybody who's trying to be like all tough. Like, mm. Yeah. Like I don't know. Especially, I, I love no offense, but I love when we get like uh, definitely. F- mugshots of freshmen or sophomores yeah. that haven't grown into their body yet Little babies. and they're like and it's like the other thing easy about they're it, killer here's, here's the other thing and this is me and certainly this has come about in the last five years for reasons that will become apparent when i say it um every time i lay out a mugshot and you're and and the player is smiling i'm mm-hmm. always like oh your mom's gonna love that yep <laughs> your mom's gonna be really happy about that like, good job anyway so i'm laying out mugshots i'm laying out the two a mugshots put them together but not there. Just a process. It's real tedious. It doesn't take a ton of. It doesn't take a ton of like skill thought or skill. It's just tedious. It's something that's got to be done. It took mm-hmm. me a couple hours to lay out all the mugshots. And when we're going through two A, and like I'd lay out a mugshot and I'd be like, oh yeah, he's a really good player. I know him. And I'd lay out another one and be like, oh he's a really good player. I know him. And I'd lay out another, and another, and another. And it just struck me. I was like, man, it feels like two A has a ton of superstars coming back like a ton of big time like studs guys who were like 
awesome last year and now are back. It seemed like all of the, not all of the talent, but a lot of the really high-end talent in 2A was underclassmen last year. Mm-hmm. Like, that's what was kind of going on in my mind now. And so, I did what I normally do, which is I overthought it. <laughs> And I was like, all right, let's find a way to measure this. Like, does 2A have more talent coming back than other classes? So here's what I did. I went and I looked at the All-State team from 2022. Now, for the 11-man ranks, we use the Texas Sports Writers Association uh, All-State team, which, in my opinion, is the gold standard. The Associated Press does do it, but I have some problems with the Associated Press uh, All-State. Specifically, they don't include the playoffs. Mm -hmm. They put them out, like, at the end of the regular season, and I think the playoffs are pretty important my opinion um and in the in the six-man ranks the texas six-man coaches association puts out their all-state team and it is really good they're they i very very rarely have something have like a disagreement with the ts tsmca um all-state team so what i did was i took those teams in each classification and i tried to figure out how many of those guys were coming back in each classification how many of them were underclassmen last year coming back this year and now, one other caveat here is that normally I just do raw numbers, but A, one of the things that kind of drives me nuts is that um, the uh, in the 11 or uh, the the TSWA, the 11-man All-State, they'll do ties and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So, like, you could have, like, two or three quarterbacks as first team, and I'm like, come on, guys. The other <laughs> that's thing, not how that works. The other thing is that in the six-man ranks, that's the only one that splits it up by division. They do mm-hmm. division one and division two. So instead of doing um, a raw number, I said, what percentage of first team All-State guys are back? Okay. okay. What percentage? That makes sense. So here's the number. And my thought was, man, 2 has got to be running away with it. Mm-hmm. The answer is, is kind of yeah. Yeah, you're correct. <laughs> uh, 40% of the 2A first team All-State players are back from this past year. There are names that you know, guys like Terry Bussey, guys like uh, maybe you remember Peyton Brown, the star running back at, at Toller. Uh, maybe you remember uh, Monty Swanner, the, the outstanding defensive lineman from, from Mart, right? Deontay Those, Ramon. Deontay Ramon. But then there's other guys that maybe you didn't know about, like Zane Wagner, the big offensive tackle for Albany's back. Um, other guys like uh, like Isaiah Avery, like Logan Addison from New Home on the defensive side. But 40% of the 2A ranks is back. Next on that list is 1A. Now, I also think we'll get we'll get through this first, and then I'll, I'll present a theory. With one A, you got thirty eight percent of all the Allstate guys are back, and obviously there's more names there, but they've also got two teams, so it's thirty eight percent of the Allstate guys are back. Guys like Grayson Rigdon are back, Parker Matlock at Westbrook, et cetera, et cetera. Then there's three A. Three A has got thirty four percent of the Allstate guys back, first team Allstate. Then it's five A with thirty one percent. And then you get to 6A and 4A, and each have 16, uh, and f- specifically five first-team All-State guys who are back in the mix. So here's, first of all, this shouldn't necessarily be that much of a surprise. Because, think about it, as you get into the smaller classification, you are inevitably going to be more reliant on your best players regardless of classification. Correct. There's not a ton of freshmen playing at the 6A level. There's, there are some, but not a ton of sophomores, right? Mm-hmm. Um, as you get smaller, your options become more limited, and you've got to go out there and play the guys that you've got who may end up being underclassmen. Mm-hmm. That's part of it. However, I do think, and I need to run the numbers back, I think having 40% of your first-team All-State for a classification 
That's got to be high. Feels like on the high. Yeah, that's got to be high. Because there's ne- like I would be absolutely shocked if we even saw a 45 number ever oh between gosh. that. Just I mean, just out of sheer, just because. And I think that's the thing is I don't think that there's really that many more 6A schools than there are 2A schools. So it's like sheer numbers no, no, no. wise. I mean, that's, that's exactly it. Is that, is that you know one of the reasons that the UIL even does as it possible. is they try to have it as evenly sized as possible. Obviously, there's going to be one some are going to be a little bit bigger than others, but like there's 252 6A teams, yeah. right? And I think there's like uh, 220. Yeah, 2A they're, teams. It's, they're all very close they're all in numbers. Close. So you're talking about guys. I think part of it can be under, understood. With that said, it does feel like, in particular, heading into 2023, we have a lot more known commodities at the, at, at the small school level, mm-hmm. at 3A, at 2A, and at 1A, and the numbers bear it out. And th- again, this is just one snapshot of it, of first-team All-State players, but you've got a ton of star power coming back at the 2A level. And and certainly, there's places, you go even you go look at the 6A ranks, right? There's, there's five guys who are back. Two of them are offensive linemen, offensive tackle specifically. Uh, two of them are linebackers, Colin Simmons and Brandon Booker from Des- uh, Duncanville and DeSoto, respectively, and there's one skill position guy, Caden Durham. Mm-hmm. One skill position guy. As opposed to, you go down to 2A, you got two wide receivers, you got a quarterback, you got two running backs, you got Jacoby Williams, who kind of does a little bit of everything, uh, plus you've got Adam Hill, who, who was an All-State guy, defensive lineman, but is also a running back for Albany. Uh, you know, guys like Logan Asin, Isaiah Avery, who plays both ways for Refurio, right? You have got these playmakers who are all back that get the ball, that get the headlines, right? Mm-hmm. I think that's the thing. you got a lot of headliners that are coming back at the 2A ranks, at the 3A ranks, uh, and at the 1A ranks, which is going to make this particularly fun to watch, I think. Well, and let's be honest, too. Like you were saying, even with a, a defensive lineman like Adam Hill there yeah. from Albany, he, he runs the ball. Like All of yeah. those are athletes that play both sides. Yes. You don't see that up there when you're talking about, you know, Caden Durham. He's not out there playing defense. He happy, yeah, yeah. You know, and so it's like... Adam it's even Hill cr- happened to be an All-State defensive lineman yes he's a really good running back too yeah but he happened to be all state on that side of the ball mm-hmm. uh and yeah you're right Caden Durham is a running back they're not going to put him back there at safety absolutely not Terry Bussey is and you wouldn't expect him to Terry Bussey is marked down as quarterback it's like he could have been an all-state defensive back too. he could have been an all-state anything you yeah. could probably put him at tackle and he could have done probably that be pretty good <laughs> anyway I found that interesting last night uh, as I was laying out these pages <laughs> that it just felt like there were a lot of really good players coming back at the small school ranks mm-hmm. And guess what? I was right. Yeah. So that's not to say I was, that, that's not to, to <laughs> toot my own horn. That's just to say, like, my feeling was correct. It's like, man, there's mm-hmm. a lot of star power coming back. So I think that's going to make 2A particularly interesting. We were talking about this yesterday with Greg Powers mm-hmm. about how the possibility of a rematch between Timpson and Refurio would be like Terry Bussey versus Ernest Campbell, right? Who right. wasn't, by the way, was not a first team All State guy, he was a second team All State guy. Um, you talk about star power there at the 2A level. I think we're having it in spades this year, which is going to make it, I think, really fun. Well, and I think it also just shows how much the 2023 class, how many skilled – we talked about, like, 6A bringing back a couple of mm-hmm. linemen, and then it was like, but there was only one skill position. I think that really speaks a lot for how many skill position guys that we saw graduate in the upper classifications in that 2023 class. So there it is. My look at uh, which teams have the most – or which classifications, rather, have the most star power coming back. We're Texas Football Today. We're here every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com, talking football on the Lone Star State. You can follow us on Twitter at DCTF, like us on Facebook, Facebook.com slash Dave Campbell. Follow us on Instagram, Instagram.com slash Dave Campbell. And of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. TexasFootball.com is where you can find complete coverage of high school football, college football, and recruiting all across the Lone Star State. Now, a word from our friends. 
born and bred in Texas hits a little different, as it should. Texas loved doing business with fellow Texans. VCR now takes its Texas roots as seriously as its many partnerships with schools and universities around the state. It's also why we're so proud to promote our brand in the pages of the Texas Bible, Dave Campbell's Texas Football, and on the airwaves of Texas Football Today. Driven by producing quality broadcast video, state-of-the-art audio, and LED video scoreboards at affordable prices, VCR now makes sure to listen to your needs in its athletic department before recommending the next best steps. Building great products is our business, and it's our focus on building meaningful, long-term partnerships with our clients that sets us apart. From our 24-7, 365-day help desk, the training lab in our hometown of Red Oak, or our sports marketing business plan that puts money back in the hands of our athletic departments we support, VCR Now is built to last. Reach out to us today at info at vcrnow.com or by calling 855 855- Go VCR now. Again, that's info at vcrnow.com or by calling 855 Go VCR now. Pickle, it's uh, state seven on seven season, and that is when uh, Matt Stepp is in his prime. He's in his bag. Well, state qualifying. State qualifying tournament, I should say. Correct. Uh, he was out at Kilgore this past weekend, caught up with a number of East Texas coaches. One of them uh, is the multiple-time state champion head coach of the Pleasant Grove Hawks, Coach Josh Gibson. Here is Matt Stepp's conversation with Josh Gibson of the Pleasant Grove Hawks here on Texas Football Today. Matt Stepp, Dave Campbell's Texas Football back here at the Kilgore 7-on-7 State Qualifying Tournament here with the head coach of the Pleasant Grove Hawks, Coach Josh Gibson. And, uh, Coach, uh, kids got a win in their first game, 34-6 over Henderson. I know you, knew you were happy about that. Um, just tell us what you want to see out of your kiddos today when they're out playing 7-on-7. We know it's not uh, the real thing with pads on, but I know uh, you're a competitive guy and you want to see your Hawks do well. Yeah, and I mean, I think the number one thing is I told them they worked so hard and they they really busted their tail this semester to go out and just have fun, um, and they need to. A lot of these guys are seniors. It's their last roll through a summer like this, and experiences are kind of coming to an end, so go have fun. And then the next is, man, when, when that ball snapped, like we're playing state football. I mean, we play every rep like we're playing a state championship, and it was cool to see us play the way we did the first game because Henderson's really athletic, and um, and I thought our kids played well. So it's fun. A goal is to qualify and get to go down there again, and I think the biggest thing on that experience is just the relational factor and the time you get with kids. It's it's awesome. You guys have made a little tradition of going to College Station. It's been four or five years in a row you guys have gone made the trip down, right? Yeah, yeah. So we I think we've made every year since we kind of started going in 17. We used to not do 7-on-7 uh, seven seven as a wing T team, but we need to throw and catch and, and defend, and, and, I, and I like that part of it, and I like the kids being together working. All right, Coach, now uh, this offseason, uh, just judging off the eyeball test with your kids that are here today, looks like it's been a productive offseason. Your kids have been in the weight room working hard. Uh, how happy were you with uh, the kids working the offseason, and uh, and uh, you know how much are you looking forward to 2023? Yeah, I mean, the offseason thus far has been awesome, and, you know, summer is where we really feel like we can – hopefully get away from some teams because our kids I mean they'll be at 100 percent of those practices with 100 percent of the team and and you need to be it's the two months right before you start those are the most important ones but up to now um, uh, the weight room's been awesome I think physically you can see that on the kids we won our first district title in uh, track and then went to area and then qualified 16 to regionals and so this is the fastest team we've had and um, and I think it will be one of the most physical but it's just been a fun 
fun off season. All right, now uh, looking ahead to 2023, you got an experienced ball club coming back. Obviously, we all know the region is loaded. It's it's a grind to get out of there, and I know you you know you don't want to look too far ahead. What what do you expect from your ball club in 2023? What are the strengths going to be, and maybe what are some areas where you know you still want to see a few young guys maybe make take that next step and snag some starting key roles in your team? Yeah, there's there's not too many positions open you know we're I think we're returning 17 or 18 depending on um, if we move a position on a kid um, and that's a lot of kids coming back um, and I think this will be the best team we've had um, and and time will tell on that because I think a lot of the the culture part the relational part that's the factor that we don't know yet but physically um, the the way that the humbleness that they have the other centeredness I'm, I'm already seeing flashes of that and we have six kids with power five offers. I mean, we've never had that. We've had six D2 kids before. So, so it's a talented group. I think the one thing that we really want to focus on with this, with this uh, group of kids is toughness. Like going out on the field, kind of knowing the game's over before it starts and a certain a dominance and a toughness. And so that's been a big thing for us throughout offseason. It will be this summer and through fall camp. All right, Coach, I wanted to ask I asked Coach Reardon about this at Chapel Hill. I want to ask you about this. I've noticed uh, here as schedules are starting to roll in, uh, there are there have been some games in East Texas that have been moved to Thursday night, especially at the small school level yeah. because of, of lack of officials and those types of things. Uh, you know, there's not a ton you guys can, can do as coaches to help with that. But what do you think, uh, is there if there's anything you, you, you and your coaches can do to kind of help, you know, make sure that that, that we appreciate the officials and let them know that we need them. Yeah, I think the officials have done a great job of going out and trying to help recruit. They're coming into our schools, talking to seniors uh, that, that are going to go out and go to college and maybe not play sports and, and trying to recruit guys to, to join you know, their chapters. And that's awesome. I mean, because they're not just putting out ads. They're coming into schools and visiting with some kids. So they're doing good there. I think um, what THSCA did this last year, Joe Martin and, and the guys led it to, to have an appreciation game for officials um, bring them out to to midfield and let them know how special they are and um, and they are and and it has been cool in East Texas we've really gotten to develop great relationships with with so many of our chapters because they do you know they do games and then uh, the Tyler chapter has two or three at state every year they're really really good and so it's 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 been cool um, I, I think we got to treat officials right and I think and I think we got to keep this recruiting effort going and and then I think we got to pay more money people yeah. do things when you pay more I money and, uh, and and folks don't want to hear that but there's a supply and demand and when you when you pay more you'll get more out there well coach I appreciate your time as always enjoy watching the kiddos uh, compete and uh, go get you something good to eat on the way back to Texarkana after this is over <laughs> heck yeah we'll do that for sure there is Josh Gibson, head coach of the Pleasant Grove Hawks, who will once again be pretty good and will once again be in College Station at the State 7-on-7 seven seven tournament. Uh, we'll be there, too. We will be. Uh, with bells on. We won't actually be wearing bells. It's too hot for bells. Uh, did you like uh, the, the wraparound shade bros? Man, I was fixing to say sunglass <laughs> game they, was glad, out in I'm that video. They, I'm glad they texted each other and planned that out. Yes. And figured out and be like, yeah, man, we got to make sure we're, we're wearing our wraparounds. <laughs> looking pretty good. Anyway, uh, excited to see Coach Gibson and his Hawks down there in College Station coming up here at the end of June. We'll be down there with team coverage of the State 7-on-7 seven seven tournament on TexasFootball.com. Now let's go over to Ashley Pickle for America's second favorite segment, Final Thoughts. Um, coming up at 2 o'clock today, Women Talking Football. We're going to be going through um, some rushing leaders, taking a look at where those records could be broken heading into the 2023 season. And then in the back of the show, we will be talking to uh, Virginia Flores, 
who is the mm-hmm. new Cy Fair ISD athletic director. So she is awesome, and taking over the conversation is fantastic. Raisa Pe- Peta, who's mm-hmm. becoming the new UIL athletic director, and taking over for Susan Ella. So, yeah. yeah, yeah. We actually already talked to her this morning, but the interview itself is awesome. She's cool. really cool. So excited, excited tune in it. at two wherever you're listening. Excited to hear it. Um, something I was thinking about on the way in today because I know that's WTF day because I'm I'm a WTF subscriber. Mm. Um, How kind of you. You're welcome. Uh, we what what we need to do is we need to take the movie poster from the film 2022 Academy Award nominated film Women Talking, mm-hmm. and we've got to turn it into a promo for Women Talking Football. I haven't seen that movie. I haven't seen it either. I'm just aware that it exists. Poster. Scott Claire Foy and Rooney Mara and Frances McDormand in it. I've, as I'm reading off my screen. Um, but we got to find a way. I, I'm sure we can do something uh, with that movie to- movie poster. <laughs> It'll just be a bunch of Mallory and I's faces because yeah. there's only two of us. <laughs> yeah, just a bunch of your faces and then just says women talking, talking. <laughs> football. Anyway, tune in to WTF coming up here at 2 o'clock. That's going to do it for us. Thanks for spending a little bit of your day with us. Follow us on Twitter at TCTF. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Dave Campbell's. Also on Instagram, cord. Instagram.com slash, what's that? You're going to mess up that cord. Also on Instagram, Instagram.com slash Dave Campbell's. And of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. Thanks again to Josh Gibson and Pleasant Griffin being our guest. For Ashley Pickle, I'm Greg Tupper. Vince Young, please your player of the year trophy. It's over there on the floor. We'll see you oh, tomorrow yeah. on Texas Football Today. Bye.